Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. previously on Paper Ghosts. One person in Brookville said, I've never seen so many guns out at one time, you know. And they come in and started firing at him. And he started firing back at him. And he killed her and them too. And said that a bullet had uh, went through the wall and hit the little boy. So you sit down with them and how are you feeling when you sit down? It was a weight off of my shoulders to know that I could get it talk to them and let them know what happened. My name is M. William Phelps. I'm an investigative journalist and author of 44 true crime books. This is season two of Paper Ghosts Burned.
Saying goodbye to a loved one taken away too soon instills how permanent and indefinite murder is. How indelibly ubiquitous losing someone in this manner becomes, even after so much time has passed. Thinking about this case, the one promise I can fulfill is to keep digging. To keep trying to find that resolution I know is there. And it's important not to confuse resolution with justice. There is no justice when your family has been slaughtered. Only legal recourse and judicial consequences, of which you really have zero control over. Instead, I strive to find anything I can that will bring comfort, no matter how small, so these people can sleep a little better at night. As Carol Thompson tells me, the aftermath of what happened as she began to accept that her family had been taken from her was chaotic and confusing. This is a huge case around here, right? Oh my God, it was horribly, horribly huge. It was so terrible that I went, I'll never forget it. I went to pick my sister up from the airport and we went immediately to Frisch's for breakfast. And, you know, I'm devastated. You know, I can't think, she can't think, we're a mess, we're both crying and stuff. But we're trying to keep it together and we sit down and we order our food and I hear everybody around me, God, everybody's talking. Yup, yup. They all died. Every one of them except in that daughter, except in their daughter, every one of them died. How does that make you feel? I agreed with him. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be alive. I regretted leaving the house. You did? Oh yeah. Absolutely. How do you walk away and let your family die? You don't do that. So, yeah, I regretted it. Did you think you could do something? Who knows? One other person might have changed things. I don't know. You know, chances are no. Chances are, you know, me and Shannon both would have been killed that night, too. Because I'm sure that wouldn't have stopped him. Me and her, a little three-and-a-half-year-old, and me, I was, you know, a little tiny thing at the time. You know, 19 years old, you know. <laughs> Yeah. You see, part of uncovering answers in any case is sifting through all the bullshit. Town hearsay and self-serving gossip rooted in nothing more than speculation and judgment. So you're hearing people whisper in town about... Uh, they weren't even whispering. They were loud. It, it was happening everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I couldn't go anywhere without hearing it. I couldn't go anywhere. And everybody's talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And they're, and they're all talking wrong. You know, or most of them, they're talking wrong, and I would hear stupid stuff. Like what? It would drive what? me crazy, and I just want to hurt them and be like, good God, please. What are people saying that happened? Oh, you know, it's probably a drug deal gone wrong, or it's probably, uh, it's probably organized crime. It's probably a mob. Oh, I bet it's this. Oh, I bet it's that. Oh, yeah, I would hear all this stupid crap that broke my heart, you know? But how did you know it wasn't any of that? Well, because I know my parents didn't really do any. I mean, okay, I know they bought that one bunch of jewelry that was probably stolen from Ron Thomas. I knew that. But in general, they didn't deal drugs. And believe me, I worked in that business. I was there seven days a week, 12 hours a day. How much do you think they did in that business that I didn't know about? I knew what was going on in that house or in that business. I knew what was going on in that house. I knew that none of that stuff was real. I knew it. And even one of the rumors was horrifying it was something about little Bill and how they even let him do stuff, drugs, like drugs and stuff. 
He was five years old, for God's sake. And I remember I got really angry. I actually said something to that person. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I would hear all kinds of crazy things. I wondered what Carol was thinking about family friend Ron Thomas at this point. Was she as suspicious as law enforcement? Did she actually think Ron had played a role in the murders and fire? I remember one of the policemen asked me about Ron. And I said, no, 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 it it wouldn't be Ron. And he said, Carol, it's Ron. And I said, what? It can't be Ron Thomas. And the officer said, Carol, we know more than you know. And we, we are looking at Ron. And I was dumbfounded. I was totally dumbfounded, totally caught off guard. No way. I stood and looked at that man that night. I stood and looked at this mass murderer. Talked to him. Did you believe it when they told you that? Not yet. Not right that second. But, but it was because I didn't know why they were looking at him. You know, I'm still thinking, no, it can't be. It can't be. With help from Detective Tom Cooper persuading her, once Carol began to stitch her thoughts together about Ron Thomas in that night, a clearer picture emerged. Well, now I'm now I'm definitely now I'm definitely suspecting Ron. Now, I mean, come on. Something's up. The sheriff's department with the help of the FBI went to Carol and asked her to do something. They said, um, "We want you to call Ron." I said, "Okay." And they said, "We want you to call him." And just be normal. Just be as normal as possible. So I called him. And he said, Carol, how are you? You should come here. You should come and stay with me and Marty. We'll take good care of you. Just don't tell nobody you're coming. You know, because he knew the, you know, newspapers are camped out on my you know, pretty much outside. And, and, and he was pretending like he was trying to be, well, I guess he was trying to be nice, right? We're going to take care of you. Just don't tell anybody. Now my head's going ding, 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 really crazy because, you know, I'm thinking, well, okay, now they tell me the purse is found there and they're telling me they suspect him. And now all of a sudden he wants me to come and not tell anybody I'm going there? What did you say to him when he said that? Yeah, it sounds like a great idea, Ron. Let me think about it. That's what I said. That sounds like a good idea. I could use the I could use the vacation. I could use the break. But when you hung up the phone, when you're I hung thinking up the phone. I said, "Oh my God, he wants to kill me. He wants me gone. He knows I saw him. He wants me gone." Carol was the only surviving person who could place Ron Thomas and the other man, Dick Weston, at her family's house on the night of the murders. Killing Carol fell in line with that old school criminal code. No witness, no crime. So I immediately called the police back and said, hey, I called him like you told me to. And I talked to him and he wants me to go visit him. And they were like, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. As it turns out, in the days following the murders, the FBI gave Carol a photo lineup of potential suspects to look at. She pointed to one guy and said, quote, I think this is probably him, but I'm not sure. So at that point is when they told me that the man I had picked out in the picture was Ron's bodyguard. I said, well, well, you're kidding me. 
You are kidding me. Nope. Man you picked out is Richard Weston. And he just got out of prison. And he's been staying in the Brookville area. So yeah, now it was all starting to come together. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. As the pressure was cranked up on Dick Weston, 
Ron Thomas had somehow gotten word that the feds were coming after him. Nobody would admit it to me, but after a few sources gave me the old eye wink, I developed a suspicion that Ron had a contact in local law enforcement who had tipped him off that the next time he was called in, he wasn't going to be given the benefit of the doubt. So, as Detective Cooper explains to me, Ron did something he hadn't done whenever he left town that summer. Shortly thereafter, Ron Thomas moved. Packed up his house, man, and two days he was gone. And what did you guys think of that? Well, that was a little uh, suspicious. Then again, you had really zero evidence. Right. We had, we had nothing on Ron Thomas. The only thing we had, and it sort of worked out, is the FBI started investigating him, and they got him on a wire fraud charge. And I, I don't even think he served any time on that. By late July, a cellmate who had been doing time in the same prison block as Dick Weston reached out to the FBI. The FBI out here some statements that Dick Weston made to you uh, while you were serving time with him here. Here's the thing. You lie to local cops. That's something you can likely talk your way out of, plead ignorance, and walk away pretty much unscathed. But you lie to the FBI, and your ass is going directly to federal prison for obstruction. While talking to the feds, Dick's former cellmate revealed details that had not been released publicly, which gave the information a hell of a lot more credibility. You want to basically tell me what you told him? Well... He said that uh, people have a lot of money that uh, this karate guy that he knows has got a black belt karate showed him briefcase full of money. There's no question the Selly was referring to Linda Stevenson's brother, Eddie Dowell, who was frequently called the karate guy. He said he was involved in a hell of a shootout there. He said that uh, he had a bullet creased his arm, he got bruised. That's right on. You see how he got in the house right here? He said that the house was uh, like an after-hours place. Like you could go there and drink and stuff. And uh, shoot pool. And uh, he mentioned something about him, uh, dealing in dope. And, and I heard him say something about uh, there was 10 pounds of uh, cocaine, but that went to Detroit. Through what he learned from Dick Weston, the cellmate told FBI agents Billy Stevenson's house was party central, and Eddie Dowell was distributing enormous amounts of cocaine from a connection he had in Detroit. 10 pounds is worth a lot of money. At that time, a kilo of coke roughly two pounds worth, went for between thirty dollars and $60,000, depending on purity. And look, people who deal in such large amounts, those types do not play. The way he talked about this one guy showing him a briefcase full of money, 50000 he said, uh, he took it that the guy thought that nobody could take the money from him because he was a karate expert. I figure you mentioned that uh, Washington did. It was over a $200,000 disagreement. 
Yeah, he did say something like that. This cellmate was making a bold claim. And yet, in many of the mass murder cases I have looked at throughout my career, drugs are a common motivating factor, if not the main reason behind murder. If you invite that amount of cocaine into your life, you better expect violence if debts accumulate and dealers believe you are trying to screw them. Did he go there specifically for that 10,000? These people had jewelry and stuff in the house and money and the fireworks. And uh, I guess that, uh, they ran across the cocaine uh, when they got inside. I've asked Detective Cooper, along with other law enforcement sources, about the alleged cocaine. And they all believe Dick Weston lied about this and was likely trying to minimize his role once again, hoping to ascribe a drug deal gone bad scenario as the motive behind the murders. I found no evidence that Eddie Dowell or anybody in that house was dealing cocaine. He said that a little kid getting killed was an accident, but I think he was just more or less covering up for him getting killed. And uh, he also said that uh, there were some pool tables stuff on the second floor and that they just fell through to the bottom and stuff. All that being said, listen to the next exchange between the FBI and the Sully, a point during the interview at which things become quite interesting and the investigation shifts. This Ron, he said this uh, friend of his, Ron, that the FBI was... Looking for him, he said that uh, Ron had a pawn shop and uh, he gets uh, gold and stuff, and melts it down and, uh, you know, sells it, but he deals in it. And from the way I gathered, uh, he had something to do with this. And, uh, he said, well, he's out and I'm in here. Did you ever say what type of gun he was using? Yeah, well, he said he had a 38, but uh, he was worried about the FBI getting hold of that. He said he mentioned something about 44, too. I guess that's what was used in the shootout was 44. I guess he had a 38. Somebody's firing 44 at him. Corroborating facts. Billy Stevenson's missing 44 caliber gun and the 38 pistol that law enforcement knew had been used in the murders. You mentioned that uh, Ron was involved in the shootout, too, from what Weston told you. Yeah. Can you see what type of gun Ron would have? No. No, he didn't. Did you ever say where the bodies were in the house or anything like that? What part of the house this took place in or anything? He said that he was on the outside, and I guess they were on the first floor when, the, when they started having the shootout. Boy, I figured if he was involved in a shootout, I guess he was, you know, had something to do with him and that Ron Thomas. Not long after that interview, the FBI put together an indictment, a formal charge ready to be presented by U.S. attorneys to a federal grand jury. If the grand jury indicted Dick and he was found guilty later at trial, the potential was there for him to be sentenced to the death penalty. They summoned Dick from his cell. If there was ever a time to pin everything on Ron Thomas for Dick Weston, it was now or never. 
Richard, before I go into anything on the case, I want to read you your rights for the simple fact that you are a suspect in one of the murders. It's my duty under the Constitution and the law to advise you that you have the right to... The quality's bad. Dick can barely be heard in these tapes. But official transcripts indicate he mutters a low, I do, after his Miranda rights were read to him. You also have the right to have an attorney. If you have an attorney, you have a right to consult with them. If you have him present during his interrogation, you understand this. Wasn't much of a conversation after that. Dick Weston invoked his right to remain silent and demanded to speak to his attorney. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As Dick Weston remained locked up, his girlfriend, Drusilla Merida, and Drusilla's friend, Tanitha Barger, were out driving around Milan, Indiana one afternoon towards the end of summer. As Tanitha explains to me, Drusilla was anxious and concerned. Something was definitely up. To Tanitha, she felt Drusilla could sense an end of some sort coming. We went to the filling station to get guys, and I didn't know it was going to happen. Just all at once, we were surrounded by every FBI and cop that was, slung our doors open, snatched her. Drusilla was facing a serious charge. She was being accused of aiding and abetting in the interstate transportation of stolen property from a home where four people had been murdered. If convicted, it could get Drusilla up to five years in prison. But to the dismay of law enforcement, the federal judge set her bond at $60,000. Federal prosecutors were incensed by this, arguing for a $500,000 bond based on the fact that Drusilla had, quote, threatened witnesses in the case, namely Tanitha Barger. Tanitha is the closest source I have connected to Dick and Drusilla. And there was, during those days after the murders, Nobody closer to them than Tanitha. Why do you think Dick protected Ron? Money. You think Ron... Ron helped us. That's sure as I'm sitting here. He paid Dick, you think? Well, yeah, you'd get paid too if you had two grocery bags slept full of money. That was your pay to do what... cover up his side of the deal. Two grocery bags full of money? That's what Dick had. Tanitha held up her hands to show me the size. About two feet. Cash. Mm-hmm. And he had him in his car, in the house? In the car. No, I, I didn't want that in the house. I didn't want to look at that. Was he bragging about the money? He said he had enough to hold him over for a while. I asked Tanitha about Drusilla's involvement. She knew what her boyfriend had done. Yeah, she had to. There ain't no doubt in my mind. She knew what he'd done, but she weren't. I talked to her several different times and told her. But uh, she said, I'm not telling them nothing. They ain't getting nothing out of me. Why do you think she was so loyal to him? I don't know. Did she love him? I don't know where she's loved her, where it's just uh, he had promised her so much. And then when she seen that money and all that jewels and stuff, at her age... He had brainwashed her enough to know that she was going to have anything, everything she wanted. Around the time of Drusilla's arrest, Detective Tom Cooper received word that during a recent prison visit with Dick, Drusilla had dug an even deeper hole for herself. That same Sully of Dick's overheard them talking about getting married. It was that whole, a spouse cannot be forced to testify against her significant other plan that was in the works now. She didn't say where, didn't say exactly when or how they was going to do it. 
but she had it in her head that he was getting out of there. He weren't staying because a couple of times I told her if when they did lock him up, I said, you need to come clean before you end up in jail with him. And she said, well, I won't have to when I'm married to him. She just knowed in her mind that if she married him, she would never have to say anything because he was going to take care of her the rest of her life. Dick and Drusilla's dreams of wedded bliss would not come to fruition. Ten days after their request for permission to marry, a judge denied the petition, stating, marriages are made in heaven and not in jail. Cooper knew this walking into his interview with Drusilla after her arrest, but also that a deal had been offered to her. Talk to us and we'll take care of you. Don't talk and you are royally screwed. In the cache of law enforcement tapes I've obtained, tape number four reveals Detective Cooper reading Drusilla her Miranda rights. The detective implores the young woman to stop playing games and come clean. Because the bottom line for Drusilla Merida now was she had no other choice. I mean, let's be realistic. You, you know, I know at the beginning of this thing, you thought you, we didn't have a case against you for aiding and abetting, right or wrong? Okay, well, you got, I would say, on the outside 30 days to make up your mind. After that, like I told you before, you know, you either on this side of the fence or on that side of the fence. Last time you chose to stay on that side of the fence, of the side. For the most part, Drusilla sat in stunned silence, barely speaking, listening to Cooper spell out her future. I suggest you give it some thought. You know, I don't know where you love Dick or not. That's between you and him. That's, you know, I haven't talked to Dick today, and I don't intend to talk to Dick. Dick's got himself in half of trouble. If you want to go down with him, that's your prerogative. I think you got enough brains to make up your mind which way you want to go. Cooper knew Drusilla had been coached by Dick Weston regarding what to say to law enforcement. She was not going to crack easily. So he persisted under the guise of making her believe they had Dick's best interests in mind. I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep your butt out of slammer for the rest of your life. If you want to keep your mouth shut and go down the tube for what you knew and what was going on, that's up to you. If it was me, I wouldn't do it, but I'm not you. The interview was cut short after Cooper realized Drusilla was not going to cave. Before ending the interview, the detective gave her a dire warning and a window of opportunity. So, yeah, you give it some thought. You got about two weeks left, two or three weeks, before things start popping over there. When they do, it's going to be too late then. So you consider, Okay. You know, I just don't want to see you spend the rest of your life in the joint, bouncing back between federal prisons, Ohio State prisons. So you think about it. You know where to get a hold of me if you need to. Drusilla Merida had become one of the most elusive people in this case for me. I need to find out if she's in prison, dead, or still living in the area. Because if Drusilla is still alive, I need to find her and hear her side of the story. Hello. In the next episode of Paper Ghosts. And I remember this man came to the door one day and I opened the door and 
he said that he had gotten something in his eye. And could, would I let him in to go rinse his eye out? Me being this naive eight-year-old, you know, I let this man into my home. She's telling Ron that she doesn't have any money, and he suggests to her that if money is an issue, that he could arrange to have her house burned down for $10,000, and she can just collect the insurance money on it. Ron Thomas was a uh, scumbag. If it was something dirty, he had his hands in it. Paper Ghosts is written and executive produced by me, M. William Phelps, and iHeart executive producer, Christina Everett, with script consultant, Matthew Riddle. Audio editing and mixing by Abu Zafar. Thanks to Will Pearson at iHeartRadio. The series theme, number 442, is written and performed by Thomas Phelps and Tom Mooney. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.